Mature content warning. Be forewarned. The content of this podcast is explicit in nature. It includes extreme violence, harsh language, and sexual situations. Listener uh, discretion is advised. Any of you old motherfuckers been to the urologist yet? Urologist? Yeah. Nah, dude. That's something Wait. you do in your 40s. I am 40. <laughs> Is there the guy who sticks a finger in your butt? No. No. But, okay. We're urologist. Get to that. Well, the proctologist, my bad. All right. No, yeah. no. No, Actually, you, no, that's you, urologist. Pee, you pee out of your butt? So, hang on. Oh, wait. So, I. Sometimes. I, <laughs> I need to go there. And I go, and I've been there like three times now. And uh, prostateitis or whatever, I don't know fucking prostate pain and I get there and I'm and the guy's still three fucking years I've been complaining about shit and he still haven't he still hasn't put his finger in my ass and and you're shaking your butt towards him like no every time I, you I, go so I get there and I'm like and he's like he's like okay well we can you know we can put you on some medicines or whatever and I'm like well what's what's the downsides of some of these medicines he's like well this medicine um yeah it, it may help and uh the downsize is uh, you won't make any semen good no, like a downside. no juice comes out. All right. I'm so wait, hang on. That's not a problem for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, clean I mean, up, no cleanup. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Isn't yeah. that like some that's, of the payoff? That's, like that's, that's like the that's what you're waiting for. It's nice, but like yeah, but I mean, you're shooting. It I feel like your if face. you're a woman and you were like yeah, and nothing came out, <laughs> they should be like this motherfucker's faking. <laughs> sure. I don't think that. I don't see a problem there. All right, why well, I felt like it was a problem. It's not a huge problem. It's just kind of like, eh. I know, mean, it's weird. For, for me, half of the uh, half of the, the joy of having sex is throwing a lot on somebody. That's know? okay. So you get with them. <laughs> I mean, that's that's half the joy for me as well. But I can live without it. Uh, no, um, I can't. I need I, I need I the degrading part of being able to throw a wad on somebody. No, I have your joy it's, of wiping your out of your beard. I thought that. Oh, I thought that until I got Allie pregnant, man. That's what I thought. Well, anyways, so that was that was a definite no for me. And then he was like, "Well, there's this other medicine." And uh, I'm like, okay, well, what's the downside of that? And he's like, uh, you know, man titties. And I was like, fuck, dude. I'm already taking testosterone. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, right, no load or man titties. I'm going no load, man. No, I was like, 100%. Well, I, I was like, so what do I, okay, should I get like an ultrasound? Or like, he's like, well, we have this procedure that we stick this thing up your pee pee hole and. Uh, oh, shit. And I was like, well, all right. That's a cast. And I sat there for a second. I was like, so what do I gotta do to get you to stick your finger up my ass? Do I gotta buy you dinner? Like, what the fuck do I, like, what's going on here? <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, you know, generally we save that for like the 50 year olds. And I'm like, I thought it was for 40 year olds. I thought when you turned 40. Yeah, it's a 40 thing. Doctor sticks his thumb up your butt and he's like, you it's got cancer, you don't have cancer, whatever. I know. His foot thumb. He's hitchhiking, going for a ride. That's, that's just no, you gotta get up in there and feel. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a distance. That's only a thumb if he's mm-hmm. your friend. 
but um, no, he would. I, <laughs> I was just really kind of. I was kind of not to say buttered about oh, like yeah. the, him not wanting to check it out. Like, like I'm like telling him, like, dude, there's something going on. Shouldn't you like? Check it? Well, there. You know, it, it sounds like it's all right. It doesn't sound like it's cancer. I'm like, so. All right. Well, so what would be like a sign that I should look for? Like that's like not good. He's like. Well, you're a smart guy, so I was like, "Well, hold on, you don't know me. I could be a fucking idiot. Pretend I'm an idiot for a right, second. Yeah. So Just he pretend I'm, a I'm not a smart he, guy. He clearly doesn't know you. What should I be looking out for? Pretend I'm a fucking idiot. If I'm an idiot, what would I look for that would be a bad sign? And he's like, "Probably blood in your semen." I'm like, "Whoa, probably." Ew, blood in semen. That sounds so yeah. fucking nasty. I was like, so wait, so probably like means like it, there's a possibility that you could have blood in your semen and it would be all right. An infection will do that. Yeah. I don't know. It I mean, I've just, never had it happen, but I can imagine if you got like. If I threw a wad and there was red stuff in it, that all happen. Oh, pull, yeah. don't, no, definitely pull, happen. Pull that microphone. Yeah, yeah, do, do, that, that, do that. Do don't, that. Don't be eating don't, dick on uh, it. No, don't. You guys don't need to eat dick. They want to eat dick. They can eat. Yeah, they're numb nut. Let them eat dick. I eat what I want to eat. Are we gonna talk about Sunday? Are we gonna do that or no? Nah, man. I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Can I have this hat? Mm, absolutely not. Please. Nope. Nope. What the? Ah. Whose nose is whistling? Let's take care of it now, Jake. Probably me. I'll blow your nose, motherfucker. Put some Vakes Vapor Rub on that shit. <laughs> Load on the cat. Yeah, use Tater Tot's bare ass. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> <And> make a look. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready? Don't. Yep. Don't, nope. Yeah. Nope. That is not yours. Get off that. <laughs> stop it. Tater Tot, stop. I like how you name your cats after food. <laughs> is he going to be an issue? Got to come away? Nah, man, it's no, better than him meowing behind the door. What's a door? The, the door. door. <laughs> I don't know what a door is. A fucking door. Is it his yeah. home? Is it his home? That you, you Maryland, t- Boston t- shit. Tamura, it is home. The door, the da. You've met fucking people from uh, yeah, I know. my neck of the woods. So, welcome, welcome all to episode three, season one of Record of Mortimus. I am your host, Nick Nelson, joined with my co-host, Seth, Jake, Peter, and Neil. Hopefully you've been following us along and you've listened to episode one and two. And if you have, I want to thank you and everybody and remind you, all our listeners, that um, the website is still coming along. We're planning on adding some more stuff. Uh, I know the first two episodes, when they were released, we were still waiting on the character sheets and a couple other things to upload. But we're, we're, we're updating it weekly. Um... Also, I'm going to be adding some links to all of our social media accounts so you can follow um, all of our social media accounts uh, if you like. There's some stuff on there, pictures, things like that. And um, make sure you check out our uh, Patreon, which is uh, just search Record of Mortimus on there. There's different tiers on there. Um, you know, every penny helps. This is all self-financed, so we would appreciate your help if you want to throw anything our way and help us out along the way. Um so this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, so we're going to jump in and get started right away. Where we left off, we uh, we had just got into Hecklem Demure's, the uh, magistrate of West Pergamon's office. Um, 
He had just walked in. Um, and we'll go ahead and jump in there. the Dark Continent. Ravaged by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in its path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the Emperor of Chaos Army, in the country of Marmo, has just shy of conquered every country in Obisia. Driven by madness and the only elder god left to man, monster, or fae folk, Lucritus, god of Hades and master of deception. Yet amidst all of this are still heroes waiting for their chance to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the dark continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls, and maybe influence them to the will of the ancients. I may have found these heroes deep in the foothills of the north of the country called Farine, for this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Obsidian Deathhead. So, the description of the room was in the last episode. Um, just to give a quick, real brief description. There's a window facing a small courtyard that overlooks the whole town. You can see Jake's farm from up here and a couple other farms. Even though you're in the city. That's how high it is. The, uh, the room, like I said, there's bookshelves. There's all kinds of cool things in here. There's a map on his table. You can't understand any of the writing on any of this stuff because it's all in Marmon and nobody here speaks Marmon. <clears throat> the, the sheriff is standing by the window, looking out the window as Hecklem Damore walks in. The door opens and you see him walk in. Hecklem Damore isn't a tall man. He's about five foot ten, but he's about 180 pounds, so he's He's, he's got broad shoulders, you can tell. He's in shape. He's, um, he, he, he looks carved out of stone. His face is gaunt, yet muscular. He has no facial hair. He's got long, slick black hair. His skin is gray, like an ashen gray colored. He's got little pointy ears. His eyes are gold. He has the eyes of, of uh, the underworldlings of Marmon. The dwarf has the same kind of eyes. They call them the eyes of Hades. Um, they're like a goldish yellow color. Um, he has uh, dark embroidered robes on with silver inlays. He's got emblazoned piece a uh, piecemeal with silver inlays throughout it. Like I said, he's got long black blast back hair. He's got silver jewelry all over his long, skinny, cool hands. He's got chiseled features. Like I said, he's clean-shaven. And on his face, there are weird, neat, marmon, cool designs tattooed in white all over his ashen dark skin. And I don't know, dark, not dark isn't like, like, not black. He's just gray. gray. He's gray-skinned. He has no color to his skin at all, and it's like a dark gray colored. And then you can see the white coming through. This oh, is... Small points on his ears yep. and, t and canines. Yep. 
So this is uh, Hecklem Demure, the magistrate. He walks in, and he immediately, uh, you see the sheriff turn to face him. The sheriff leans his head down, not bowing, just giving a gesture of, you can almost hear him or see him mouthing, my lord. He doesn't actually say it, though. It immediately gets the sheriff's attention. And then he looks to you, the, uh, what is there, four of you in here right now? It's just you guys, right? Yes. And the sheriff? Uh, he looks to tier four of you, and he looks at you guys very sternly. No expression at all. Super cold. And he just sits down at his desk. Kind of bow my head towards him. Might I add, um, Octavius and Cal, neither one of you guys have ever met, let alone seen the magistrate in this town. I am told that you have some news that I may not like. I'll look to Octavius. Later today we found... Earlier today? Earlier today. We found Kara in a lake on my property. My daughter. Your daughter. You found my daughter on your property in a lake? Yes, sir. Well, to be frank, I found your daughter on the lake. And who are you? I look down at my collar and then look back up at him. A name. Do you have one of those, Trinidine? Yes. What is it? My name is Badius Aurelius. You just happen upon the lake and my daughter in it? Did I just happen upon it? No. What were you doing there? Were you hunting illegally? There's a Trinidine pass that runs across my property. I have a map laid out in front of me. Show me. I walk over to the map. Point right at it. There is a pass here. At least from the north. Heads to the south. There isn't one on my map. You don't follow the same path the Trinidine do. If you did, well, what good would we be? Before you leave, may we have a word? Anything. Boy, elf, you're one of the Cassius? I am, sir. Can you not do that in the microphone? <laughs> Cassius, one of their family? Just one. One of them? I am, sir. It's your property? It is. Well, it's my father's property. Hadrian still lives. I know your family. They've been here since before I was. But the other two gentlemen, who are they? I assume you're referring to me? Young Dorf, I would never assume anything. Young? (laughs) I'm only your senior by decades, I'm sure, but it can be overlooked. That's twice... You people have assumed things since you've been in my office. You are human, are you not? What is your name? Why, I'm Grimdorf Bronzebeard, of course. Surely you've heard of me? Or my family? He just stares at you with a blank face. (laughs) Unamused. Word doesn't reach out this far, I'm sure. To be sure, I'm a sellsword. I did the work of your guards today. Somebody hired you? No. 
But that doesn't mean I didn't do the work of your gods. So you're here expecting reward? I didn't say that, did I? Call it an advertisement. What do you want? Why are you here? I came seeking aid in the Balefire whenever I was looking for Cal. Bronzebeard was there and came to assist as well with trying to retrieve your daughter from the lake. And who is this other elf? He looks like a scallywag. He looks like a scallywag, but he's a good heart. Cal's been a friend of mine for three years now. And he's one of the people I trust most in this town. You brought a Gregart into my home. At a character, a Gregart is a derogatory term for like a thief or a bounty hunter, you know, bounty scum. They're all from Bounty Town. It's kind of a shitty thing to say to somebody. I'll interject. Correction. Your sheriff brought us all here. And he's not a Gragget. I've never seen him steal anything. I've actually never even been to Bounty Town. Why is he here? Who is he? My name is Kalarel Sindra. I was trying to retrieve your daughter from the... Uh, How do you know my daughter? Um, We've all been friends from the Bale file. He leans back in his chair. For three years, Cal has known her. We've had drinks. We've had dinner. Iron Fault, tell me that you have... That you are positive that it is my daughter... On the Cassius Lake, you see Ironfall looks back out the window again. He says, I've never been so sure of anything in my life. Can I roll a perception on this guy to see if I can see if he seems surprised by any of this or or whatever? You want to go perception and empathy? I don't have any empathy, but I can just roll perception. Uh, since you have no empathy, it's going to be a higher difficulty. I don't know, okay. Uh, eight. I'm not rolling shit on him for a particular reason. Because whenever you roll something, like, people can see that you're trying to... Look at them. Yeah. Uh, Draws attention yeah, to Yeah, I'm just trying to be as, as n- like, neutral. Badius, do you have your hood and no. your cloth over your face in here? No. Okay. I have my hood down. The cloth is raised up a little bit, but it's not covering my face. Okay. Uh, I rolled one nine. Does he seem like he's putting on a show, or does he actually seem upset about what's happening? He seems genuinely upset, but his motives for being upset are, uh, they're kind of unknown. All right, um, I'll lean in. There were riders from what looked to be the north from the wilderness heavily armored on horseback they set ablaze a small building he stares at you they did not look local how far away was this within walking distance the sheriff says to him I did not go 
and see this burning home where the captain of the guard did. He confirms it. There is a place. He did see the tracks. The ranger pointed it out to them. Do you have enemies here? This is Obisia. We have enemies everywhere. We? Specifically, my lord, do you have enemies here? Anyone that would want to hurt your family? Doing what I have done in the last... He looks to you, Grimdorf. Hundred years in this hell-forsaken country alone. Shot a character may ask, answer your question of how old he could potentially be. I've made lots of enemies, yes. Enemies that have the ability... Well... Unique abilities. Like freezing lakes, weapons. The freezing lakes, it is the middle of winter. And it is the beginning of solstice. I saw a weapon stab into the ice and freeze instantly. They were speaking of shackles that go into the abyss of a lake that doesn't... Paint me a picture here. Let me understand. Why is my daughter still in this lake and not on this fucking table in front of me? We weren't able to pull her out. Any weapon put into the ice was frozen and could no longer be removed. Ironfall, have you started a goddamn... An investigation at all by the gods? You see, Ironfall... By the the god? (laughs) He still says it in old tongue. You see, Ironfall... I'm getting this information within hours of you. Paint away. But there will be an investigation, I can promise you that. You want a picture painted? You might not look what you hear. If you were in here telling me that my daughter is dead, I can tell you nothing that you're going to tell me I'm going to enjoy. That's not what I speak of. Tell me. As I journeyed through the pass, I saw the child in the lake. As I investigated, I noticed there was something in the... something stirring within the Akari. Something unnatural. When you say Akari, the magistrate says, you speak of the wild? Yes. Wolves don't normally enter villages unless they're starving or sick. So I knew something was wrong. By the time I had investigated and seen, I knew what I was looking at was very unnatural. By the time I had investigated, him and his farmhand had showed up, understandably because it was their property and there was a stranger upon it. The Trinidine are not enemies, nor are we trespassers. You're neutral players in a neutral world. Mm-hmm. I have yet decided what part you play in all this. Tell me the rest of your story. The Akari seemed to want to take your child. By the time they had arrived, I warned them of an attack, and one did happen. The nature of the attack still eludes me, but I know this, they wanted your child. Something had froze her to the lake, and when I mean something, I mean magic. 
I saw her yesterday. There's no way she could have frozen in the lake. The lake's been frozen for months. It froze my sword over as soon as it was stuck in instantly. It was nothing that I've ever seen before. The likes of which... Can't imagine peasants have seen many things. Well, Have you seen a sword freeze to a lake instantly? In your hundred years? In a matter of seconds, so... So you have the answers I seek, Master Dwarf. No, I don't. But I've found harder answers in this world. And I can find the answer to what happened to your daughter. Has any of your guards... You see the sheriff leans into him. Bronzebeard, let's just be a little calmer. This man just found out his daughter's stuck in the air. Anybody wants to roll a perception and alertness on what the sheriff is saying to him? He has all right to be a little... Agitated and irate. He does, but he is also addressing a lord. Um, I got a nine, a six, and an eight. Two nines, two fours, and a one. Uh, one nine. Okay, so you both got nines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You both hear the sheriff whisper under his tongue? My lord, these people are trying to help us. Maybe we can look past the lack of etiquette for this moment. They are trying to help us. The magistrate takes a deep breath and looks towards you guys. Continue, Trinidine. There was a battle. We protected your daughter's body. Why? Because it was the right thing to do. Entlings were trying he to He doesn't take speak it. for all of us, but I'm sure we all have our own reasons. Because she was my friend. So you knew her? Yes. Personally. We, we were acquaintances. That is all? That is all. A battle ensued. We prevailed. Scared the Akari back into the forest. They are going to return. By the time the battle was finished, the townsmen came. I suggested that he bring all his guard to protect your child until we resolved. The magistrate looks to Ironfall. Ironfall, tell me of these chains they speak of. You see Ironfall looks to Cal, he looks to you, and then looks back to the Lord. The words chains of frozen binding were used to describe them by somebody that I trust in the matter. Hecklem says... Chains of frozen binding. He stands up quickly and looks towards his bookshelf. You see him perusing his books. It's all in Marmon. You don't understand any of it. He pulls a book out. He draws a book. Dust comes out of it. And he lets it on the table. And drops and makes a thud noise. And he opens it up and starts sifting through it. He gets 110, that's all I needed. I have here a description. Who actually saw the chains? The manacles? All of us. All of us saw them. Who got a good look at them? The best look out of all of you. I'll raise my hand. Come close. He turns the book towards you. Is this what you saw? 
I'll look over. Cal, there's a drawing of the chains, and it looks like there's some kind of lettering around it. You don't understand it. <clears throat> uh, uh, is it in color? Verbage, if you will. Is it in color? Everything's drawn in red. A red? They were gold. They... That's what the book speaks of. He turns the book back towards him. Is this what you saw? It appears as though. Ranger, there's no way those wild folk would have been able to remove her from that lake. If this book says what is true, there's not much that can. He rips the page out. He hands it to the sheriff. Take this with you. Let it be known that I do not actually know what their intentions were. You said yourself that they were looking to take the body? It was a presumption based upon my knowledges. I do not know what their intentions are. I did find something in the woods, though. What? A tree. There are many trees in the wood. Elaborate. A tree that does not belong. An invasive species? No. Something from the south. Something that shouldn't grow in the northern hemisphere. It looked like a passageway. He looks at the sheriff, and he gives the sheriff a look like, Motherfucker, you better fix this. This is what you're here for. That's the look you guys get, and he doesn't hide it. Ironfall, in your professional opinion as my sheriff, do you feel that any of these men in this room are responsible for this situation? You see Ironfall. He looks to all of you guys, especially you, Cal. Nothing personal against them. I don't think any of them are capable of doing something like this. Lord, is there anything we can do to assist in the freeing of Carl? The magistrate looks to you guys. You're going to have to go to Urakai Horogis, the town sage. Bring him that page I gave you. He will know what to do and how to free my daughter from this ice. Hopefully. I raise my hand. Can I, can I, can I leave? Sure. By your leave, my lord. Thank you. You can wait in the hall when everybody else leaves here. You're more than free to go. Thank you, sir. I hope I don't see you again. Kyle, you exit the room while the rest of them are in there, and you sit in the hallway waiting for everybody. No, I fucking haul butt. There's somebody standing on the other side of the door. You can have a seat here. Uh, Certainly. Back in the office, the magistrate looks towards you, Grimdorf. Grimdorf Bronfsbeard? Is that what you said your name was? It is. Isn't there a merchant with that surname? A merchant prince, to be precise. Does Contessa Ophelia Brenton know you're here? Add a character, who's that? She is the Warden of Treasure for the Merchant's Guild in West Pergamon. She's basically in charge for the Merchant's Guild here. I haven't had the opportunity to say hello. I would present yourself to her if I was you. Number one, 
Number two, if you bring me who's responsible for this atrocity, not only will I continue to make sure that I respectfully address you as Lord, which you will be forever welcome in West Pergamon, including an outrageous bounty. Well, it's appreciated. I can't take a welcoming to the bank. You will be paid handsomely. I bow my head. Octavius, it's your civic duty to your family to get to the bottom of this on your property. I expect that you return with results. Absolutely. I'll do everything I can to investigate into the matter. Badius, was that your name? It is. I would like you to continue to look into these tracks that you saw at this fire. If I have no intentions of leaving until I figure out what's going on here. What interest is it to you? My interest is my own. You'll be an honored guest at my estate, your father's estate, actually, until all these matters are addressed. No offense, my lord. If you wish to continue your own actions without reward, then that is up to you. I do, for now. There will be a reward if you can bring me answers. And I would love to reestablish our town with the Trinidine. If such a thing even exists anymore. Sheriff, I want you to utilize the captain of the guard in town. And I want my daughter brought home as soon as possible. I want answers, gentlemen. And I'm sorry if I've come off harshly. Under the circumstances, anyone would be harsh. My condolences for the loss of your daughter. We'll do everything we can to find her. So, you will report back to me with whatever information you find. As you wish. Thank you, kind Trinidine. I hope you bring back a fraction of what your organization used to do in the North. He kind of chuckles to himself. If you'll excuse me, I have a date to mourn. Sheriff, if you'll kindly wait here, I would like to have a word with you in private. I would like to say, under different circumstances, it would be a pleasure to meet you all. Well, these are not those circumstances. No, we understand that. Goodbye, Lord. He stands up when you guys go to leave. Farewell, and my condolences. I bow for him respectfully. Before I leave, I stop and turn around. Have you ever seen heavy-armored cavaliers riding this way before? Or is that something that's strange in these parts? Are you someone I can trust? Well, it's a simple question. I don't know how that information can be used against you. The rest of you are excused. Shut the door behind you. I have one last question as well. Have you ever met a man named... You know, never mind. I open the door for him. You guys see Kelsey on a chair outside there. And you see a servant, the same young, attractive woman, all in black, that brought you guys there. And she shuts the door behind you guys. Sit down, Bettius. Please. Are there chairs in front of his office? or? or Yeah, there are a couple of... There's, like, lounging chairs. I'll grab my cloak and... 
move it out of the way and sit down in one kind of motion. This is the second time riders from the north have come here. By the north, what do you mean? I think it's an outpost. Old Ferenian trade. Remnant. People who cannot let go of the past. It's just been over a hundred years. It's time to let go. I've traveled these passes. I've never seen such riders. There will be a handsome reward if you can bring me any information on this matter. You'll be working for me and the sheriff personally. You see it through. And then from there we can develop some sort of a relationship. What do you think? My stance is neutral, mostly. May I be so bold to suggest something? Of course. You are unaware of your daughter's... interaction with the village? Apparently, I was unaware of a lot of things that had to do with my daughter. Maybe she was connected to other... outside influences that you were unaware of. There may have been a lot of things that I didn't know about my daughter. And as much as she may have disliked me or the things, well, let's just put it this way, maybe history, I don't see her turning against me. And lying to me would be turning against me. But she's obviously lied to me. For I didn't know she was friends with those people. So who else knows who she was friends with? The sheriff will get to the bottom of that. So he will be sharing information then? If it coincides with your investigation. If you find that these men are involved with my daughter's death. I would hope that you would share information with him. Well, I would like to make something clear. As a servant of the Akari, my main goal is to push the Akari back to where it belongs. Good. We don't want them here in town anyways. Good luck with your quest. May I be excused? Sure. At your leave. I'll stand up, my lord. Wait two minutes and send Grimdorf back in, please. As you wish. I'll step out. You see Octavius, Grimdorf, and Cal kind of hanging out in the hallway there with the, the the young woman all in black standing there with you guys. She shuts the door behind you. Badius. Grimdorf, in a moment I think that he would like to speak with you. With me? Yes. Very well. Cal, I look at you. What? What do you want? Why do these people dislike you so much? That's a good question. I have no fucking idea. I mean, Cal, are you honestly saying that, or do you, do you or are you just telling them that? Yeah, I, I'm just a. I don't know. I've, I've done nothing to wrong anybody here. I mean, you contribute nothing to town. Oh, I definitely contribute nothing. That's why people don't like you. Oh, no, but I, you know, I. I do do little. If you were to jobs. take, if you were to take an educate, it's but it's not to help the town. No, I, I. It is not for the good of the town. 
You right. could care less about that stuff from what I know about your character. Yeah, well, I don't I don't add to anything. My character's still staring at you. What? Very intently. I'm just giving He's you I'm answer. just giving you reasons why you think maybe people might not like you. Especially a noble. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You have no idea. Well, I, I just want to be left alone, just like everybody else. Hmm. My lord Grimdorf, you may enter the room, the young woman says in black. Hmm. I step in. He looks to you, Grimdorf. Shut the door behind you. Have a seat. I shut the door. I take off my hat. <sighs> Chef, you can excuse us. He nods to him, and he leaves the room. You see the sheriff come out and shut the door behind him. I fold my coat up and put it on the seat first. I have a little booster. He leans on the desk in front of you, standing up, and kind of crosses his arms. I only want to know one thing. And I want you to be completely honest with me. I'd have no reason to lie. It's actually two questions. Are you from the Citadel? Yes. Are you here on guild business? No. Are you sure? It would be impossible to be unsure. Guild business is... Are you here representing the guild? Regimented. Strictly controlled. Is that why you're here? No. If you're asking whether I'm representing the guild... That's not what I'm asking. Always. I would go speak to Ophelia. I would let her know as soon as possible that you are here. Of course. She is my representative to the guild, and she needs to know that there is another guild member here in town. Sure enough. Why do you care so much about guild business? What's it to you? I am a part Not an accusation. Accusation is simply a question. I am the magistrate and lord here of West Pergamon. Well, then a word of warning. Trust that only goes one way erodes quickly. That's not a threat, but simply a truth. Put my hat back on. That's why. Have a good day. Because I don't take kindly to threats. Shut the door behind you. He leans back in his chair after he sighs, and he puts his head in his hands for a moment. And go ahead and give me a perception and empathy. This is going to be important. Difficulty of an eight. Difficulty of eight, huh? Mm-hmm. Unlikely to pass, but we'll see what happens. Got a nine. As you look back towards Hecklum Demure, you can see his face, and you almost see a sense of relief after you guys leave, but not because you think it's more or less that he may be kind of an introvert and he's just relieved that you guys are no longer there. Mm-hmm. This, it seemed kind of hard what he just had to go through and you might think he would have been, he might have been faking how he was coming across to kind of come off stern and whatnot. It looks like he didn't want to have to do any of this if he didn't have to. Okay. He seems relieved that you guys are leaving, but not because of anything nefarious you don't think. It just seems like purely based on the fact that he doesn't have to deal with people in his office right now. There's a reason why he hasn't met a lot of people. Exactly. All right. There's probably a reason why he's in this whole town. 
There's definitely a reason why he's here. It's probably not a great reason. I can almost promise it's not, but we won't. We won't. Uh, we won't get into that. Um, Cal, yeah. you, you can go ahead and tell uh, Octavius what you were going to say before, while we were doing that. Nice hat. That's you, not what you were saying. You were going to say, "Let's yeah. get the fuck Why, out of here." Thank you. Yeah. It is a nice hat. Oh. Yeah. Lock it up, motherfucker. Let's fucking jet. Get out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we even leave this house, we're going to come to an understanding. That girl, I watched her grow up here. I've been here for 50 years. My mother's blood slowed down my aging, so I saw her whenever she was born. I saw her growing up. I saw her become a lady. We hung out with her. She was probably the only fucking person in this town other than the bartender that hung out with you and treated you like a respectable person. She didn't judge you. She didn't care about who, where you came from. She had no fucks at all. Why are we sure that she's dead? I don't know why she's dead. Why are we sure that she is? I don't think anybody could survive trapped in that ice like that. All right. Can okay, I do me a favor? Give me a um, charisma and leadership if you have it. I do. And I have a bonus. House rules apply here, uh-uh. Peter. Uh, no, man, I don't follow that. Shit. I have a reduced. I don't give a fuck here. if you follow it. You can go against it if you want. Right. My house rules apply. House hey. rules are basically this in yep. this campaign. If somebody rolls a leadership on another player character, you do not have to go mm-hmm. along with it. But it go against. It goes against everything inside. It's it's like you're literally you're trying, being spiteful. You're being mm-hmm. fucking spiteful, basically. Petty yeah. and spiteful. Yep. Oh, who are you talking to? We're not talking about you real in real life. We're talking about your character. <laughs> I, you're being very nice. I'm the type of player that if someone rolls a charisma check against mm-hmm. me, I'm going to go with it. It's a role. Not just charisma. Game. I'm talking about uh, leadership. I'm just purely yeah. talking about leadership. Any any say. type of uh, any type of social uh, check that's made against uh, me, even as a player. Jake, do me a favor. I'm going to role play it. Mm-hmm. I have reduced difficulty on charisma because of my friendly face. Yeah, but I got a ten, eight, five. Is that one of your advantages or something? Two ones. It is. So, so one you got success. two one success at difficulty of uh six. Okay. So He's coming off very it, it's it's not a great roll, but look out. Pussy on your lap. You got one yeah. success, so that's all that matters. Yeah. All right, you look. Know, I've grown up around this girl and I, and I've grown to love her and I know she loved you for the three years that you're here. I'm gonna find out what happened to her. She deserves that. Can we get out of here before we? Continue? Not just because we found her on her property, because she deserves that. Can can we? Leave? And I need help. Let's leave here before we fucking no, continue this conversation. You're gonna answer this conversation right now. Fuck you. No. I need help. Are you going to help me? Let's get out of this. Keep. Will you help me? This maybe, is no place to make a scene. Maybe. Let's let yeah. Let's just let's just jet out of here while we still can. Maybe from you, I'll take it as a soft yes. Kremdorf, you remember what the man smoking the pipe said. What was the exact phrase again? Come find me. I will be here in the bale fire. I will be the man, or uh, I will be the one smoking the pipe. Let's return to the bale fire. Why would you want to go back there? Because that's where the drinks flow. That's where we were before. My God, is there anything I was rather else happy that you people do? 
You're speaking to a dwarf, and... Well, this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in, about 8 o'clock at night, by the way. By, so. And we just lost a friend, and we've lost the son. You see the sheriff come out as you guys are discussing this. We can have a drink to commemorate our friend's passing. He shuts the door, and he kind of like wipes his brown. He's sweating a little bit. Did you take a lashing? I smile. It's not that kind of relationship. <laughs> hmm. I can give you guys a ride back to the bale fire if you want to join me. Uh, we're gonna have a greatly appreciate it. Yes, we're gonna have a last raw there. The captain's probably pulling his hair out there in the snow. <laughs> he kind of chuckles to himself. He kind of Grimdorf. He kind of grabs you by the arm as you're walking, but lightly, kind of like friendly. We need hmm. to talk about your etiquette. My lord. <laughs> well, you've addressed me properly. And that's we'll we'll go ahead and cut that scene. We'll go ahead and take a break there. Um, you guys will start making your way outside to get back to town. Cool. You met the magistrate. You guys walk outside, and it's kind of snowing lightly again, and there's torches lit, and you see the captain of the guard freezing his ass off, kind of like waiting at the carriage. He puts his arms like up like, what the fuck? We'll explain once we get to warmer location, to the bale fire. I grab the side of the coach and flip myself up onto the, the rider's side, pull my cloak up, pull my mask up. You guys Top get all the, the, car- coach. Yeah, the coach. Open the door, pop in. You guys all climb in, and you guys start making your way down to the bale fire. It's a short ride. Um, it's bumpy. And like I said, the four-horse-drawn cart is huge for this fucking road, but it barely fits. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a highway coach. This is not, like, no. back and forth. He this is sh- something you take across the country. He was showing off a little bit. The coach pulls up to the bale fire. It's starting to get a little bit more rowdy in there. Kyle, this is when you like to be at the bale fire. <laughs> ah, look for my corner table. You walk in. There's some people sitting there. <laughs> I walk over. Mind if I join? You see the farmers look at each other. Oh, we were just leaving, Kyle. They all get up. <laughs> oh, you can stay. No, no. Uh, there was something we had. To I start walking. Uh, I don't think. Did that. everybody go inside? I don't yes. think they like I me. stand outside for a moment. By yourself? Yep. Okay. And I'm going to do a perception and alertness check. Kind of an uh, ominous looking out into the sky error. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to set the difficulty at six because I don't know what you're trying to pick up. I'm just getting a feel for the air. You know, trusting my gut. Just, you know, one of those looking off into the distance things. Um, I got a ten, a six, and a one. You take in the air, you take in the town, you take in the city sites. You can see the keep from where you're standing. You can even see kind of the balcony where you guys just were. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard sight, but with the roll you just got, you can see it. But with that roll, that's not what you notice. What you notice is when you walk back into the bail fire, you notice somebody who's trying not to be noticed. The same guy I noticed before? Yeah. But you see, even Grimdorf didn't notice him this time. What's everybody doing? They're sitting down at a table, ordering drinks and food and whatnot, and the man smoking the pipe is watching them. I'll lean against the, the wall next to the door and just watch. Watch who? Everybody. That'd be a roll. I buy a drink for the man with the pipe. You don't see him. Oh, I'm there's the... a lot of people in here right now. It's kind of hard to like, you know, it's it's a busy bar. Well, you're looking look, around. And you're looking around for him. Uh, roll perception alertness. But you remember how last time I was just leaning against the wall, just watching everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna whistle for my cat buddy. It takes a moment. It always does. I mean, have you ever tried to crawl a cat? <laughs> no, no. You, you can, no, you ask, and they know. I'm just like, uh, it, when it's their idea, yeah. then it's fine. It, you know, it's usually when you need a cat on you is when they come. Yeah. So is the difficulty six or? Not for this. Difficulty is going to be an eight to try and find him right now. Okay, then no. No successes? No successes. My one wiped it out. You look around the bar and you don't see anybody. Well, you don't see him. You see all kinds of people, but you don't see him. Octavius, you sit down? Yeah, I sit down. Go um, some De- drinks and food. Captain Destia sits down next to you, and he kind of puts his arm around you. Well, it's been a while since we had a drink in here. Are you off duty? I am now. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. If I had my choice, I would never be on duty. How many people know? <sighs> but at this point... Everyone. It's got to be the whole town. Does anyone... Uh, you, as he says that, you see people looking at you guys. Uh, like, everybody in here is kind of staring at you guys. The bard on stage, she starts... It's the same bar from earlier today. All right. Well, let's get drunk, gentlemen. Uh, as far as that goes, I'm going to go over to the bartender, and I'm going to once again buy a round for everyone. I accept. It's the uh, bartender's wife. The fuck are you looking for, Nick? Shall remain nameless. You just walk around being fat. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you, Kenny. (laughs) You know what I just did? I just did the last Starfighter. Stephanie's Stephanie's constantly making fun of me because I have this new wheeze laugh because I'm a little fatter than I normally am. (laughs) So I just, I I don't even laugh. I just do a wheeze. Wait, is it like the the Dennis Nedry wheeze from Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's kind of a squeal. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Does it come in mental? You wheeze when you eat too, which is extra fat. You're just fucking making that up, turkey titty. (laughs) (laughs) She could put a man's ear on. (laughs) A man's ear? Okay. No, it's called a bro. A bro. The bro.
Grimdor, if you go to the bar and she... I was hoping you hadn't left yet. She pinches your cheek again. I'd like to buy a, a round for everyone. The whole bar again, dear. The whole bar again. I'd like to... There's well over 30 people in here right now. Yeah, well, it's not, yes. It's, it's not noon anymore. It's, no. This is a PM crowd. Well, yes, and there's been a tragedy. Well, you gotta make everybody She sad. leans across the bar as much as she can for being a dwarf. Is there any truth to the room that's been spread around this bar? Which rumor would that be? Lady Kara. Dumb fucker. She's done. She's died. She's been frozen on the ice from what I've heard. Poor lass out there by herself. Nude is the day she was born. I couldn't tell you every detail, but I do know that it has many of your patrons feeling down. And I merely wish to give the town closure. Well, I will definitely take your payment for the round on the house and then I will make sure everyone gets one love. I do not drink, by the way. Okay. The sheriff is not drinking either. Iron Falls sitting across from uh, Octavius Cowell and the, and, and the captain. My, my character seems like all business, no play. Okay. Um, back to you guys real quick. Armin kind of looks to you guys. So, are you guys going to keep me in the dark this whole time or are you going to tell me what happened at the magistrates. I mean, I'm only the fucking captain of the guard here. I mean, I'm only somebody that should probably know what's going on. You know as much as we do. Or as much as I do, anyway. You saw what I saw. You just came a little late to the party. I'd like to help with the investigation. (laughs) (laughs) Ironfall kind of looks at you like... You're the son of a farmer. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, I know up, people. I look at the same way. I know people. Everybody loves me. I can get in good with them. Fuck, I knew the girl. And God damn it, I'm going to need help. And there's only one person here that I trust to watch my back. Because no offense to Mr. Brown's beard and no offense I'm, to Mr. I'm Dwarf. I'm not even there. Yeah, and the ranger over there. But I don't know these you guys. You see Armin look at you. Thanks a lot. I trust you as well. This is in, I think this is in good hands. Look, it's it's in their hands. <laughs> Not even mine, Armin says. What do you mean it's in good hands? Ugh, no I'm, offense, Simon. I'd, I'd ask you to help, but you seem very relieved to be out of the loop. And you, you've got a lot of shit on your shoulders. Look, no. let's, just, let's just drink to our memories and that, all right? So your plan is to get drunk and just run? What? That's your plan, Cal? You're going to get drunk and run? Well, the captain of the guard, I, I kind of like, you know, Shema, I want to steal a horse first. <laughs> the captain here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to steal anybody's horse. Cal, I have to agree with Octavius on this. At, at some point, I mean, you knew Kara better than any of us did. I mean, does it not bother you that she's sitting abused, naked, potentially, who knows what happened to her, and you're just okay with it happening? You don't care at all. Are you trying to make me cry right now? No, I'm trying to make you feel responsible to seek justice in this. It's not just my civility as a... Uh, as a captain of the guard, I'm an appointed position here that I chose to do and chose to take. I'm going to help the bartender's wife pass out drinks. Okay, cool. 
Give me another perception alertness, Grimdorf. Difficulty of a seven now. Because right. if you leave this town the day after the magistrate's daughter died, you know what everybody's gonna do? Point a finger right at you. Look, I've already been exonerated. You see the sheriff? Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Look. He takes that piece of paper out of his jacket and he slides it over to you from the book. You're the only one that understands this. You may not understand Marmon. I can translate it easily for you so you understand it. I don't have anyone here in town. He kind of puts his hands on the table. His big fat fingers. In town that can even come close to understanding this other than you. And I'm not going to out you here, boy. Don't make me. You're not going anywhere. I will pay you for your services. If you're too ticking shit to do it for your friends, and you're not man enough to do it on your own, then I will pay you to do it. But I'm not going to the next town to find another person like you. All right. All right. Let me know when I'm up. All right, you're right. You're both right. Can I at least still get drunk tonight? I hand him a shot. Do whatever you want. He stands up and starts walking away from the table. What is the guy at the bar doing? Oh, the guy smoking the pipe? He's not at the bar. He's at a table nicked away in the corner. Like just a little dark. Like Aragorn style? Uh-huh. What's he doing? He's just watching the table of them. Okay, I'll start walking over there. <laughs> I've waited long enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fuck this. Alright. I approach the table. (laughs) Right into the dick. Right into the cat. (laughs) You mashed that pussy right into your dick. (laughs) Jake, you're not supposed to. How'd you do that? You're not supposed to fuck it. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) I know it's called a pussy, but you're not supposed to fuck it. He leaned over to grab his drink, and he's been doing this all. He does this every week. (laughs) Jake, normally your dex is like a good solid three, maybe a four. I know. This is like a one. Are you kidding me? Is a zipper down? Is a zipper down? (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason they call me Captain Dangerous. I've had over 36 concussions. If there's a reason or a way to fall, I will find it. (laughs) Okay. I just saw you. Okay, maybe it was just a strength check because I saw you drop Dorian on his head. So I figured. It was oh, that's all dex. strength. I've got a okay. lot. We were, ta- we were talking about the other night. We were talking about how awesome that was, and all of us were power just bound him in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> He's so deserving. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to throw my back out. I didn't want to have to waste any energy on mm. that. Fuck so you get him. So you say, get her, Ray. <laughs> yeah, but what did Jake do? Jake was like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Jake no. was watching. Jake, knew Jake, was fucking Jake did this. I Jake knew said, hold everybody. My beer. Yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> I knew he had just pissed off so many people, oh, and you were the host of the house. I know. He was, he was after me too just that night. Fucking going balls on oh, you. I think I he know. was. He was after you more insult than anybody else. After yeah. insult I don't know after why. Insult. No, I even said like uh, you even said you were like, why aren't you attacking Nick more than you're attacking me? And he's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were such a hero that night, Jake. <laughs> you, were every, you were everyone's You probably hero. dropped him in like, poop. You know what? The, what, the, what, was that, what was that commercial with the Bud Light? The real American hero. <laughs> no, no, change it. Yeah, change it to real man of genius. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real man of genius. It used to be a real American hero. Until, yeah, but then yeah, the you know, towers fell actual American heroes got mad about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which, you know, whatever. I walk up to the table, hand on hilt. You see his cold stare staring back at you from under the hood. Eyes aglow, pipe a-smoking, beard hanging out, long black dreads over his extravagant armor from what you can see. He's wearing black, gold-encrusted armor. And is it Fernian? You can't see from what you're looking at. It's covered up. He ain't showing it. Filigree all over the place. Oh, yeah. He just kind of looks at you and smiles as he's smoking. Something humorous. All things in life can be humorous, can't they? Well, I'll say this much. I've seen many things. Lately, I've seen a woman frozen in a lake. It is quite peculiar, is it not? Not as peculiar as the magic used. And now I see a man sitting here with bright, glowing white eyes. And nobody else seems to notice you. Save me. Why is that? Should I be concerned? Maybe I don't want people to notice me. Maybe there's a reason for that. You have anything to do with what happened? He sneers. No. But what I do know is this town is going to have its hands full pretty soon. Look, I'll be honest with you. Nobody notices me. Because they don't want to. He leans in real close to you and his eyes widen. And those bright eyes glow. You're going to want to gather your friends around. They're going to want to hear this. He leans back in his chair again and waits. Grimdorf, you got a what? Once, what did you get for successes on your rolls? One. You got one success? You watch Baddius walk across the bar, and then all of a sudden, you see him get to a table, and then you see him. The man with the glowing eyes smoking the pipe. Hmm, that's why I was passing out these drinks to um, I'm gonna, I'm going to be pretty straightforward with him. I look at him. Are you a villain? He laughs. Ha! No. Maybe at one time I was considered one. And I'm sure there's people out there that did not like me very much. No, at this point in my life I am nothing more than a hand. A hand to the real gods. The ancient gods. The real gods. Oh yes. The real gods. I sit down and pass the guy a drink. Tell me about these real gods. You see Grimdor sit at the table, Baddius. And he pushes a drink over to this man's poking the pipe. And I got one for you, too. <laughs> I would love to tell you of the real gods. But most people think of me as a crazy old man. Crazy old men tell the best stories. Do you have anything to do with that poor girl in the lake? He takes a long draw of his pipe and blows a cool ring. His eyes widen again. I think I already answered that question. The key is in the cove. The cove is only understood by the Trinidine. Exactly. He points his finger at you. He's got his long fingers and his rings all over his fingers. And then you guys see when he points his arm up. <laughs> I'm glad you understand because I don't. There's a, uh, a gauntlet of armor under that. And you see black obsidian, or actually it's like a glass. black glass, yeah, armor with gold embroideries on it, and you see snakes on it, Baddius. Octavius, Cal, you guys are hanging out with the sheriff and the captain. You guys are having a couple of drinks. No, I'm, I'm having more than a couple. 
I'm drinking at a pace. That is fine armor. Nearly as fine as dwarfcraft. Ooh, my friend, dwarves did not make this armor. No, of course not. The Knights of the Black Chapel made this armor. It is beautiful. You won't find too many people. Good people wearing this armor anymore. I can only imagine that's why you're not seen. Or choose not to be seen. Like I said before. What do you mean? I wish people could see me. People choose not to. It is interesting what people choose not to see and what they do wish to see, isn't it? Magic happens all over the place. And people choose not to see it. I roll my eyes. The day before yesterday, I wouldn't have believed you. Isn't it wonderful how fate works? You have something to say? I don't know yet. Which you have caught my attention. And I like... I like where you sit in destiny at the moment. Destiny? Yes. Does this have something to do with your gods? The ancient gods, not the elders you serve. Or the elder that you serve. I serve no god. Yes, you do. Not that god. That doesn't mean that you do not serve a god. Even your god is an elder, not an ancient. You see my character get really uncomfortable, uh, Grimdorf. Who serves a god in this day and age? The man takes one last draw of his pipe and puts it out. He takes a long swig of whatever it is he's drinking and leans back in his chair and smiles. I am Mortimus of the Prime. I am one of the last few remaining primes left in this world. Ancient celestials who used to serve the gods. And it is very clear to me now that you and your friends serve a greater part of destiny. At that moment, Octavius, Cal, you guys kind of wonder where your friends are. No. You, uh, well, not your friends. You guys, uh, could wonder where your companions to date are. Just take a look around because it's taking so long for him to come back yeah, with the maybe, next round of may, drinks. Maybe the yep. responsible one. Nine and seven. Nine and seven? Um, you turn around and you kind of search and peruse the bar real quick. And you see a table and you see Grimdorf. And you see Badius. Hand on hilt. Hand on hilt. Standing, both of them, talking to a man wearing a cloak. Well, you only assume he's a man. He's a pretty large individual. Cloaked, smoking a pipe. He's like banging on the table and kind of getting rid of the ash in the pipe at the moment. Just kind of reach over and kick Cal. What? Point to party at us with the hand on the sword. Badius? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's on some dude. <laughs> could be in trouble or could be part of the investigation. Yeah, how the fuck is that my problem? <clears throat> I'm going to punch you in a second. You're going to get punched again, remember last Come time? Come with me. Nah, I'm good right here. You go, fig- you go figure that out. I'm going to set up. I got a cat in my lap. I take the bottle with me. 
Okay. Oh, <laughs> you bastard. Back at Grimdorf and Badius. Mortimus looks at you, Badius. Your name is Badius, isn't it? Badius Aurelius. Badius Aurelius. Tell me. You think it was by pure coincidence that you walked upon that girl? You're going to tell me differently? I can't convince you of anything, but I will definitely tell you that it was not. You see Octavius walking up to the table. Have you seen this man before in your village? No, I've never seen anyone like that. Octavius, you... (coughs) Wow, you've never seen anything like this, gentlemen. And I can see the armor sticking out. Roll your uh, perception and alertness to see if you can catch a glimpse of his armor. Peter's still over here trying to find that merit. (laughs) 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 Ten, eight, four, four, two. You got a ten? I do, and an eight. He is wearing Ferenian's champion's armor, and you've never seen anything. As extravagant as the champion's armors that were your your great grandfather's champion or great 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 grandfather's champion's well, armor, two, just great great grandfather yeah was champion's armor, but it's not like what he's wearing. It was silver embroidered. This is gold embroidered, and there's more snakes on it. Just kind of reach a hand out for his wrist, pull it just a little bit closer. He grabs your arm, and you've never felt that sort of strength grab you before. Do not touch what does not belong to you. Just trying to... He releases you gently. Next time you do that, you'll lose your hand. He's right. Fair enough. I've been drinking. I didn't reach out and grab you. You're going to ignite your lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an enemy here. Sit at my table. I have no threats or ill will towards you. So you say. Listen, I'll tell you this once, and you can believe me or not. I am here to help guide you in the right direction to help you accomplish the things that you are trying, your goals. And if your goals is to get her out of the ice, I will help you do that. For it is your destiny. And I really feel that you will become enlightened from it. Enlightening can mean many things. You are actually listening to this being? Taking... Really? What harm could it cause? In dwarf society... Less harm than your ex-wife, he says to you, Grimdorf. <laughs> Damn. Kind of grow silent. <laughs> fucking... But he says it genuinely, not like as a burn. Right. And look over at Badius. In dwarf society, drunken, crazy old men are not considered so crazy. It's where we go for advice. We're not an dwarven society. You're stupid like your father. No. <laughs> We are not, but that doesn't mean it's not still good advice. Drunken men raving in a bar have reasons for being drunken 
And for being raving. I am not a braggart. I never said you were. Octavius, I knew your great-grandfather. I knew him well. You knew Marcus Cassius? Wait, what's his <clears throat> name? Marcus Cassius. You knew him? I knew him so well that I called him by puppy. Everyone did that knew him well. Oh. <laughs> you, Octavius, have only heard that from one person, and that was your grandfather. That's what your grandfather called him. It was uh, an endearing name that people close to him called him. Because he was like a puppy. He followed everybody around. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows that. Nobody does. If anybody who didn't know him called him that, they'd pr he'd probably cut their fucking heads exactly. off. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was a champion of Farina. Of course he would. Uh. How about you help us now? What do you want help with? Car. Oh, you see so much? He narrows his eyes and it makes his light glow from his eyes less. Everything you need to know is within this town. Even the one who put her in the lake? I do not know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're sure the answer lies within this town? I am positive it is. I am not here to do your quest for you. Oh, now this is a quest. <laughs> He's raving. I let go of my hilt. And between ravings, there is always truth. You have a lot of faith, mad. You know that? It's not faith. Like I said, a drunk man has a reason to be drunk. A raving man has a reason to rave. At yeah. the very least, if you learn those reasons, you can learn to prevent a similar fate in I, your own life. I push the booze that you got me and slide it over to you. Yeah, you're right. There is a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't laugh, but oh fuck! <laughs> I'm not even at the table, but uh, it was hilarious. I will be around here in town. I would appreciate it if you did not tell the individuals who are watching, and I can tell you they are, that I am here. They will run me off, and they will do as your companion. Badia suggests, treat me as a raving madman. Isn't that what you are? Is it? That is for you to decide. I am a storyteller. Recording history. And I can tell you, at this moment, the fates have spun a mighty web into this town of West Pergamon. There is some very serious magic going on here. I'm supposed to be here because I'm the one to tell the story after it happens. He stands up and towers over the table and looks down on you guys, pecks up his pipe and the other things he has at the table there and pulls the cloak in around him close again and just like that disappears into the crowd and the smell of the nice tobacco that he was uh, smoking at the table dissipates. Cryptic. Mm -hmm. Strange. And very, very unhelpful. 
Not I have to say he did give some information. If you guys, well, my character, not to my character. Yeah, he's not gonna believe it. I don't know. I don't know what the hell he meant by what he said to you guys. But I do notice Seth, and mm-hmm. I say, or Grimdorf, you've seen him before. Heard him. What do you mean? In my mind. Funny. It's hard to describe. The last time we were here, I was watching you. And I saw you. And I saw him. What do you mean you heard him in your mind? I mean exactly that. The phrase I was repeating. That's what he told me. That's why I repeated it back to him. I was hoping for more of an explanation, but raving old men and all. Cal, you're sitting there and you're drinking and you feel a hand on your shoulder. But it's a grip. It's a mighty grip. It's not painful. It's like like the feel of when you're a child and your father puts his hand on your shoulder. I'll look up. You just see black. And you hear somebody lean down and you smell herb and pipe weed and sweat but not the bad kind you know what I'm talking about yeah like work sweat yeah and you hear they will find the cove where your master fell you will find her fate there and you will find her and you will finally be reunited And he lets go of your shoulder. And you, you... I don't know how you react. I'll look, I'll look up and... You see this black figure get I'll, lost in the crowd? I'll shake it off. Have a little shiver. That was Ferenian armor. Yes, it was. He said he knew your ancestor? Yes, he said he knew my great-grandfather. And he knew this nickname whenever he was a child. How do you know such things? <clears throat> because my grandfather told me the stories. Isn't those things forbidden here? Yes, yeah, since Marm took over, you're not really supposed to talk about Farine. I look at you, Grimdorf. Well, maybe there should be a time that we should talk about it. He knows way too much information to be just a raving old man. Shall we find a silent place outside we can speak? Yes. I'll meet you around the back alley. Gather your friend. Um, I'll start walking out Nick to secure a spot to talk. Okay. At some point, you guys are going to have to choose. Are you going to trust either one of these gentlemen or keep them in the dark? You don't have to make that choice now. But at some point, you're going to have to choose. Cal, you see uh, Octavius walk up to the table with Grimdorf trailing behind him. Hey, finally come back. Mm-hmm. And I've got your bottle, and I'm taking it outside. Oh, I, I already fixed that. I got a drink for you here. Come on, mate. Grimdorf, hold this bottle for me. Uh, two. Excellent. I take the other bottle from the two, table, oh. take the drink, and start walking outside. I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. Come outside. Let's get some fresh air. You gotta, you're you're on, Shane starts Death. following him out. Huh? Shane come starts following him now. out. Oh. Oh, 
I'll get up. I'll follow the kitty. I got a 10 and a 9 for perception and alertness once I get outside. You go in the back alley and uh, save for the bar back that comes out for a moment to dump trash. There's nobody out there. All right. It's just a small town. I pull up my cloak and pull up my mask. It's not the wrong fucking alley. No. Um, there is no wrong alleys in West Bergen, man. This isn't a, <laughs> this isn't a mischievous city. <laughs> it is slightly snowing out there, though, and you're standing on the cobblestone. It's kind of rigid. That's what I said, to pull up my hood and pull up my mask. Octavius, you bring Cal and uh, do you follow him in Grimdorf? Yeah. All right. You guys go outside. It's just the four of you guys. You guys see Battius out there. Grabs four shot glasses as I'm leaving. Hey, Battius. Hand a shot glass to everyone. Shane's, I don't, out. I Shane's out there, I don't too. take the shot glass. Battius, Shane. Oh, why, thank you. I kick it back. Rubs on your leg a little bit. <laughs> the fire. The woods, you remember? Yes. There were tracks there. There was also this piece of paper. Yes. I'm gonna tracks. Keep that close for now. This is important. Listen. There were heavy riders from the north, cavalry, wearing armor heavier than any guardsman. So? So what? What is it? What? I'm wondering the same. Means there's cell swords or knights. This territory is already under the Fernian rebels. Oh well. Hmm. Good luck to them, I guess. It's nice to know that someone wants to stand up for themselves. People of Freen still warring against Marmal. Well, you a Fernian dwarf? Hmm. Are you a Fernian? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's but not. I do know something of fighting the Marmans. The Citadel did. Do you wish to always be hated? I don't really give a fuck. Do you? No. no. Certainly not. I don't believe you. I think this is... I think your time is running out. It's apparent by the way these people treat you. Well, for this town, for sure. Oh, you think they're going to let you leave here? No, I'm certain of that by now. So what choice do you have? What are the options, then? I've spent time among your people, the elves. They're still very mysterious to me. But there's one thing I know for sure. Elves do not drink because they are happy. Cal, roll your... Roll your... <laughs> subterfuge. And your manipulation to see if you can show these guys that they did, that did not hit a spot... You are not immune to stuff like that. No. Uh, I, and if you fail the roll, they're going to see. No, I for sure have some perception and empathy. Absolutely. What'd you ask me to roll? Manipulation and subterfuge. If you're trying to hide that remark. Yeah, I probably would. So three and. Uh, Jake, if anything ever happens six. to me, you have tater tot. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's live on the podcast. You're mine. They got an eight, a seven, and a ten. It's good. I got eight, ten. That's all. You got an eight and a ten. Damn, it's a draw. No, Peter no, got have, one extra. I have a ten, one ten. Oh, one ten. Anybody else? Mm. I don't have any empathy. Let's uh, see what we got. I was actually just rolling empathy, so that's mm-hmm. nice and convenient. 
Oh, no. Nothing? Yeah. Two sevens and a six. Two sevens and a six. Cal hides it. He shrugs off uh, Grimdorf's statement. So then I'll speak to those who actually care then. Or who those who wish to care. They are all Ferenian freedom fighters in this woods. They burned down that cabin. And they did so for a reason. The Akari is reacting to something here. Something nefarious. The wild does not care for the machinations of men. Not usually. So you could sit here and do the bidding of evil. Who is bidding us to do evil? Are you really asking that question seriously? <laughs> Did you not see the statues broken apart as we walked through that mansion? Do you know where the fuck you are? Evil. Seriously, though. Did you not notice the tapestries ruin? The statues lay and crumble, not cleaned. I did. Are you suggesting that we don't investigate this, then? Not to the ends of that they wish. I'm saying that we find the true. I'm suggesting that there's not a goddamn, or there's not a thing in Lucretis' will that you can do about it. Then you're a fool. Yeah. Well, I've been accused of worse things. Have you? And in that moment, everybody sees it. Uh, approximately at the same time. You look down the alleyway, and you look across the courtyard to the merchant square, and you see this black, mighty Ferenian steed just kind of walk into the middle of the courtyard, fully armored, and you see a rider all on black. I reach over and tap body out the shoulder and turn. And you kind of you see its head tilt towards you guys, and he glances at all you. And then you see this morning star just fall from the horse and smash onto the ground. And we'll end it there. never know where old Mortimus will show up I've been known to pop up everywhere and just a blink of an eye and you never know who will think how much of an ass old Mortimus is eh, but it means not much to me I think I've given our heroes just enough incentive to hopefully make it to the next step of their adventure or maybe Their own deeds are driving them forward. Regardless, they move and I like. There is so much still to get done and they not know how much little time they have. And I feel this glue, the fabric of their fellowship, may not hold so well. Maybe I can add more incentive. Or maybe they will separate and go their own way. Who knows? 
Make sure you keep an ear to the ground and listen to the tough guy, the Sage of Knots and the Knights of Doom, yeah. <laughs> oh, we ain't got our weapons back? No, no. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask the magistrate to give me a new greatsword. I forgot we had a weapon. Frozen. Peter has a dirk. He's got a knife. <laughs> He's got a dirk. I got I've a, got a knife. I got a dirk. Get like a boot knife. It's it's adequate. I mean, it's thick. It's not long, but it's... That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Actually, she never said that. Um, <laughs> what was it that Jake did? What do you guys think? Good. Are you intrigued yet? Yes. <clears throat> Are you interested? Absolutely. Uh, cool. Fucking. No, I really dig this. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's fun to it's fun to come here and do this. Okay, like, I was just about no, to uh, I, I know introduce Mike the next week. No, I know you're about to hit me with something. No, no, but, I was just going to introduce Mike. Oh, so this is uh, Mike goodness. Turner. Uh, he is a new player in the game. Peter got syphilis. Gonna syphilis again. Syphilis again. Can you get it twice? <laughs> Peter thought he had herpes one summer. It just turned out he really had herpes. <laughs> you do. It's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving. People are going to mm-hmm. believe that. It's <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> it's in the movie. Uh, making the cut. It is not edited out. We're in there. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to like push you guys in a specific direction. But you haven't yet. No. We'll see what they do. No, I'm, but I'm, my character is trying to drive this point like, hey. There's something else out there. There's something going on. We haven't. You guys are content, but you're content under the rule of someone who doesn't belong here. Mm-hmm. That's slowly the message that I'm giving out. And the idea that I said for any and freedom fighters yeah, was like a big perked deal. Perked up my fucking ears. Well, I, I, I truly think that you, you, uh, your, your character, uh, uh, Badius, will be far more hunted than mine. <laughs> Should you leave, he will be far more yeah. uh, celebrated too. If that's the and I'm, and honestly, <laughs> my character will disappear way easier. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, well, and that, and that all work. I have to do is go into the woods, and then they're done. Da- Cal's, Cal's gonna be like, "Where was this bounty town you were speaking of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is there a place?" There? <laughs> <laughs> if only I could remember where. It I mean, was. honestly, my character is trying to get the 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 the, the, the lore, the dwarven lord involved, because yeah. if the my character doesn't understand the, the 
intricacies I, of I mean, the merchant's trade. I mean, give the trade. listeners a little insight on your character, Seth. I mean, wh- where do you feel that he's at at this moment? Where, where do you feel that that Grimdorf is kind of sitting in this way of destiny right now with all of everything? Is is he the type of character that's going to give a shit about uh, freedom fighters from a fallen empire of a hundred years back, or is he the type of character that's going to oh, be I like, mean, well, you know what, the uh, magistrate gave me a hundred. You know, a thousand gold pieces or Lacritans to crush those freedom fighters, and I'm going to do that. I mean, like, where does he stand with that kind of stuff? No, statement? he's not going to take money just to crush some freedom fighters. I mean, anyone that fights the Marmon Empire is going to be respected on his list. I mean, if they're terrorists, he's not down with that. What does Grimdorf think? Yeah. Well, Grimdorf thinks give, give our that listeners a little he's never encountered Grimdorf. magic before, and knows well enough that if he's encountering stuff like this then it's above his pay grade and he should listen to the people who know more what they're talking about but more importantly it's an opportunity for glory it's an opportunity to get involved with a big event magic is a big event so that's going to get him the reputation that he's looking for he's looking to prove his ex wrong that he can make a name for himself in this world without getting his hands dirty and this is a, a way to spread that message so it's a little selfish in that regard but yeah what about he also the- believes that anyone who's fighting the marmon i mean the, the citadel where he's from uh they are the, definitely the not aligned cults, with the marmon no, empire they're the, some of the only people they're able to resist them and dwarves are stubborn bastards mm-hmm. so i can only imagine that whatever crushed them i think it was chaos right uh it was probably their own greed who knows at All this right. point well Either way, Neil and I know at this point. They don't surrender. So that's the point. Like, dwarves would rather be wiped out to the last dwarf than surrender to someone like the Marmon Empire. So. (laughs) Shut up, Neil. (laughs) Uh, How about you, Jake? Where where do you feel like. I think Octavius is fitting right into the storyline as far as. Well, I think as soon as my character said. For any and freedom yeah, fighters, fighters. Oh, yeah, got his, a boner. Yeah, his, his ear <laughs> definitely perked up, especially with his uh, grandfather being a champion of Freen. Oh, great grandfather. Great grandfather being a champion of Freen. He does have the same problem as Grimdorf that you know they've never seen magic. Well, did but you, did you? We're did currently you, outside of our pay grade because obviously there's magic in this world because it you, just killed a friend of ours. Did yeah. you roll your? And, uh, and he's still. You're 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 still you're, stuck on that. Your friend and Lorf. Uh, uh, nope. Nobody nope. did. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Well, cool. Well, I guess we're just going to have to find out um, what happens next and, and where everybody decides to go with this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. And I want to remind, uh, remind everybody that uh, obesia.com is a work in progress. There's more and more stuff being uploaded on this thing. Every time uh, you go on there every week, there'll be more information on there. Um, also make sure you check out our Patreon, go to Patreon. We really could use the support. Um, this is all self-funded and self-financed. Um, so just, uh, do Patreon, uh, forward slash record of Mortimus. And, um, also, uh, make sure you subscribe and, uh, you know, if you like it, rate it. If you don't, you know, rate it, but you know, don't be too hard on us. (laughs) And then also... Go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts. All the links for those will be on the episode description, or they should be. And pretty soon I'll put the uh, links for everybody else's uh, social media accounts also. This episode was executive produced by myself, Nick Nelson, Stephanie Hall, produced by Jacob Buchanan, and Neil Nelson. All original music written and produced by Lucy and Dreams. And um, make sure you join us for the next episode of Record of Mortimus. Thank you. We'll see you soon.